We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are all of your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. program kids first coming attractions on the voice america kids network i'm your co-host brianna hope tom and i'm your co-host raven devani and today we are reviewing the films wolverine latte from gadgetville open season and r.i.p.d so right now we are speaking with raven about wolverine thank you for joining us today raven so how are you i am doing very well thank you for interviewing me brianna Aw, it's a pleasure <laughs> <laughs> So anytime, (laughs) anytime, yes, it's darling. So can you tell me a little bit about the film Wolverine? Yes. Uh, well, the Wolverine, he has actually Logan, uh, played by Hugh Jackman. He has gotten two of his own films, um, because he was originally the characters from X Men. So the Wolverine picks up a few years after X Men: Last Stand, which was the final sort of like original x-men film and that was in 2006 Mm -hmm. um and logan is living alone because he is afraid that if he's around other people he could hurt them like he did to jean gray who was Mm -hmm. his true love in x-men last stand which was so long ago (laughs) and um he ended up having to kill her because she went crazy so anyway he's having a lot of like flashbacks from it's not funny it's tragic (laughs) anyway he's he's been having a lot of flashbacks of her and like in his dreams he always like imagines her still being alive uh so anyway so he's living in solitude but he's forced to you know go back out into the open and sort of become wolverine again when he is summoned to japan by an old acquaintance whose life he saved in uh, world war ii uh back when um the atomic bomb exploded in hiroshima and he pretty logan pretty much like saved the guy so the guy is dying and he would like logan to come and say his final goodbyes but when logan gets there he finds yoshida the man whose life he saved and Yoshida has a lot more in mind for him than just saying goodbye Yoshida promised that he could make Logan mortal so that he could just grow old and die but when uh, things go a little bit wrong and Logan sort of refuses to give up his immortality Logan has to decide whether or not he should stay Wolverine or if he should give up that life forever and it's an awesome movie so yeah (laughs) So, yeah, <laughs> you pretty much like, you, yeah, you poured your covered it. out. I got it mm-hmm. down. Yeah. So can you tell me a little bit about the acting? Uh, yes, I thought the acting was 
Um, I am always impressed with Hugh Jackman. He, I, God, I love him so much. And like all films and all green films and um, especially in Les Mis because I love that movie. Um, I thought he did a really awesome job of being Logan and the Wolverine. Um, I also really liked Rilo Fukushima who played Yukio, who's a really funny character um, who is sort of like fights alongside Wolverine, even though he's sort mm-hmm. of like a loner. I don't know. She's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> and then I also really liked Svetlana Kodichkova. I think I pronounced her last name right. And she plays um, a mutant and she's like really, really creepy, but I thought she was awesome. So overall, I think everybody did a really awesome job. Well, that's nice. You're like, well, um, she's really creepy, but it's totally, totally fine. It's fine. I mean, she was a good type of creepy. She was a cool character. Her name was Viper and she was like fantastic. <laughs> ah. So did the plot keep your interest? You sound like you really like it, but did the plot overall keep your interest? I did really like this film. There were definitely, um, I mean, I was a little bit confused in the beginning because it did reference uh, X-Men The Last Stand, which Mm -hmm. I have not seen in forever. Um, You know, it's been a few years since I've seen it, and I'm sure younger kids. It came out in 2006. Yeah, so. So that's a while back, back in the good old days. (laughs) So I was a little bit confused in the beginning because I was like, wait, what? And then I sort of jogged my memory and remembered what happened. Uh, but overall, I feel like the plot was really smooth and it flowed very nicely and it kept me interested. There were definitely some plot twists, which was <laughs> exciting and fun. <laughs> it was exciting and fun. So do you think that people should see that movie, like see the movie that came out in 2006 before they watch this one? You don't have to. I mean, if you're an X-Men fan, I'm assuming you've probably already seen it because I'm a huge X-Men fan and I've seen every single movie um, a bunch of times. And I'm super excited because they're making another X-Men in 2014, which I can't wait for. Uh, but I don't think it's necessary X-Men The Last Stand. It's, it just helps a little bit because um, X-Men Last Stand is all about Jean Grey and how she goes crazy and sort of gets killed and whatnot. Um, And yeah, that's just mentioned often, but it's just her part in it. So it's not the entire film. So I think you should be fine. (laughs) Yeah. I I think it's good that it's not the whole entire film. So yeah. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope Beaton. And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today we are reviewing the films Wolverine, Latte from Gadgetville, Open Season, and R.I.P.D. So right now, let's continue speaking with Raven about Wolverine. We were just talking about how you don't really necessarily have to see the previous film to get this one, but it would just be a little bit easier. Yeah. So what is your favorite scene? Um, My favorite scene would probably be when Logan, a.k.a. Wolverine, is fighting the Yakuza Mafia on top of a bullet train. And the Yakuza Mafia, they're after uh, Yoshida's granddaughter, and Yoshida's like this really rich, powerful dude. He's the one um, who Logan saved back in World War II. Yadi. Anyway, um, so he's trying (laughs) to save her, um, Marco, and... They're fighting on top of a bullet train, which are the trains in Japan that go, like, really, really fast, like, hundreds of miles an hour. And so it's super awesome because it almost gives them the effect that they're flying because Mm -hmm. every time – because they're all using, like, knives and uh, Logan's using his Wolverine claws to, like, stay on the train. But every time they, like, slip or, like, lift up their knives, they go, like, flying into the air. And so they, like, battle each other. 
each other while they're like floating above the train <laughs> and it's like really suspenseful and really high like uh, fast paced and high action because they're not only trying to like stay safe and stay on the train but they're also trying to like murder like, each kill. other so <laughs> it's, it's pretty great <laughs> that sounds cool it's like no it's like um if you jump it's going so fast that you end up like falling off yeah like that's yeah. what I saw as soon as you said that so yeah it's awesome so how many stars do you give this film out of five um I give this film five out of five stars because it like Wolverine and the X-Men you know all of the Marvel uh films never cease to impress me and X-Men is definitely one of my favorite sort of Marvel superhero type things um so it was really it was really well done and I feel like really awesome which also helped make it cool and I feel like overall this film there was nothing I would change about this film it was really well done so five out of five stars <laughs> well that's good well while we're on the topic from all the Marvel um movies mm-hmm. do you think that they should make a second Wolverine since we're on this uh goodness I don't I don't think I mean it's so because hard you know how, cause... like, when they make sequels, they turn out to be, like, not as good as the first one, so... Well, okay, so here's the thing. There was, like, several X-Men films, and Wolverine was in all of them, which was dandy. And then and he got his own film, X-Men Origins, Wolverine, so you got to see, how, like, why he is the way he is, which was super... and Like, it was an awesome movie. Mm-hmm. And then you get to see what he does, like, so... So then you see that before X-Men happens and then you see all the X-Men movies and then this film is what happens after he's like done with being oh. in the X-Men whatnot. So I think it would be good if they made a different one and it would also be fine if they didn't. I think it it would be fine either so way. So it could go either way. Yeah. Oh, that's good. <laughs> At least it's not like, no, they need to have another one. Yeah. But I think that's for people who are like obsessed. Yeah. <laughs> This film is rated PG-13. What should parents look out for when taking their kids? Um, I think definitely the action. There's a lot of action. And it's set in Japan, so there's, like, a lot of karate, which is, like, really stereotypical, but it's true. Um, So there's (laughs) a lot of, like, martial arts and, like, face slapping and neck breaking (laughs) and whatnot. (laughs) And, um... So definitely the action, the violence, and there are some, I mean, there's not really that many sexual situations on this film because it's mostly an action film, but there are a few. So I think just to look out for the action, violence, and mature situations. That's good. I mean, again, like, uh, I think a few weeks ago we were talking about if you're like, if you're you're like Jerry, (laughs) then, you know, you're, you're okay. And it's not any worse than any of the other X-Men or Wolverine films. So if you've seen those, then like, you're fine. Oh, that's good. Yeah. See, I'm not a big, big Marvel fan, but I will definitely see if I can if I can watch this. You should. <laughs> <laughs> well, Raven, thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about Wolverine. Anytime, anytime. <laughs> it was my pleasure. Yes. It's a the- it's in a theater right now, so please check it out. Let's take a break. I'm your co-host Brianna Hope Beaton, and I'm your co-host Raven Devaney. From Kids First Coming Attractions, and you're listening to Voice America Kids.
Just because you're a kid doesn't mean you don't have an important voice to be heard. You are our future, and you need a forum to be heard. Tune in to American Pulse on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll talk to the student leaders of America and find out what they're doing to make a difference today. You'll be inspired to start working now for a brighter future later. American Pulse is heard live every Monday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. It's time to lead by example. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, and welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, and you are listening to Voice America Kids. We have with us Jerry, and we are going to be talking about the film Latte from Gadgetville, which is on kidflixglobal.com. So, Jerry, how are you doing today? I'm doing very good. How about you? I am doing well. So why don't you tell us a little bit about this film? Well, this this movie is, you know, a little, um, it's a little, you know, animated film that's kind of cute. So it's, uh, it, it starts in somewhere in Europe, and it's called Gadgetville, where, every, where inventing is extremely popular, and it's in the old days, and it's all cartoonish, like, you can catch, like, electricity balls, so you can have electricity, and you can catch radio waves, and and there's this big, well, well, contest every year, and this fam- famous dog inventor, Oscar, has a girl dog whose name is Latte, and she is always excited and a bit of a troublemaker too. She also has a, uh, she also has a cat friend too. It's kind of interesting, a boy cat and a girl dog friends together. And mm-hmm. one one day there. 
two are having fun and they find a book in the ocean. It turns out trapped in this book is a J Japanese bee. They, the entire town and this bee goes through many adventures and a bit of, well, sports too. Awesome. Well, it sounds like a very interesting film. Uh, so why don't you tell us a little bit about the animation? The animation is very light and colorful. It is definitely meant for younger ages. You can see how the animation it's, itself is drawn. It's very interesting as well. It's hard to explain. It's not like normal animation you see it like something in a DreamWorks film. It's very cute and very colorful. Awesome. Well, it sounds like an awesome film. So I hear this film was originally uh, done in a different language. Uh, so it's dubbed over in English. What did you think about the dubbing in this film? You know, I really did not see a difference because usually in animation movies, you really don't see their mouth pronouncing. So I really mm -hmm. didn't see a difference whatsoever. I just thought that they did a fantastic job because I found people, if they weren't the same people, do a perfect perfect voice for the characters for the dog you know it's a little girl for the bee it was like as if he was a japanese strong gardener or something mm -hmm. and which was perfect because he was a young student who tried rescue a book and failed miserably <laughs> well it sounds like an awesome film so do you think you have a favorite character you know um i would have to say latte because she's just so excited and a bit of a troublemaker and i can relate to that honestly yeah. And do you think you have a favorite scene? Um, I'd have to say when Latte and her friend is about to find the book. They're in their little treehouse next to the ocean. And her friend is not allowed to do any sports because um, his father got in a terrible accident and went missing because of sports. So he's banned for sports. But Latte, being the troublemaker she is, forces him to jump and dive with him and swim with him and then they find the book and it's just a lot of fun <laughs> that sounds like a fun scene this film sounds like such a cute movie like it sounds very interesting so a lot of times i find in foreign films the music is a little bit interesting so what did you think of the soundtrack in this film you know i thought the soundtrack there really wasn't much of it but um i thought it was quite cool and interesting i honestly enjoyed it what was interesting as well is that um, there, it, it completely changed between characters because there's a Japanese bee, there's these you know, like villages, these people in villages in Europe, and underground is these British moles. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of interesting how they got a whole bunch of different cultures together for this movie. That's awesome. Uh, so do you think that you would be any character specifically? I, I know you said that you relate to Latte, but do you think you would be anybody else or would you be her? No, I would have to say I would be Latte's father because uh, if anybody else, because he is kind of upset because he's just a normal, not really normal, but at the same time normal. He's a great inventor and... Uh, when another rabbit is trying to always steal his ideas and cheat and try to make him better, he acts completely normal, which I think is kind of awesome. Mm-hmm. Just keeping a nice level head. Yeah. That's nice. It's always nice to have a character in a film that's sort of like the calm one and the level one, especially if Latte is like crazy and, you know, a troublemaker. It's nice to have a nice comparison to that, you know? 
Yeah. It sounds like a fantastic film. I cannot wait to see it. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, and today we are talking about the films Wolverine, Latte from Gadgetville, Open Season, and R.I.P.D. And right now we are talking about Latte from Gadgetville with Jerry, and he is just telling us all about this film, and it's a very, very cute foreign animation with awesome English dubbing over it. So super excited that he liked this film. Uh, so Jerry, why don't you tell us what age group you would recommend this film for? Um, I'd have to say it, um, uh, really six and y- younger because honestly this is definitely a, a children this is a children made film it's not for grown-ups whatsoever not for preteens it's more for much littler kids and even toddlers honestly they would enjoy the bright colors mm-hmm. and do you think the plot is simple enough for them to follow along with it oh definitely if there really is a plot because there's not much of a plot. It's just a basic story of an adventure in a little small village in Europe somewhere. Mm-hmm. Well, that's awesome that it's simple enough. And even even though it's very simple, it still sounds like you enjoyed it. So that's awesome. Uh, yeah. Do you think that families would like to watch it on family movie night? Or is it more of just like, a, oh, the kids need something to do type film? Um, depends how, depends what the family is into, you know, if the family is into, uh, what the kids like or what everybody like, this would be a great movie because it is kind of funny too, which I mm-hmm. enjoy too. Even I understood, even I enjoy the joke. So they do still have everything for everybody. Awesome. So how many stars would you give this film on a scale of one to five? I would have to give it five out of five stars because there is really little dislike. Yeah, it was for little kids, but every movie has its thing. So. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> is there anything you might change about this film? You know, like, if... Maybe you know, something I'll, to make it better for older kids, or do you think it's good just being for younger if, children? If I would have to say something to for it to be uh, for older kids... Uh, you know, you have to change the story quite a lot, and I honestly don't want to do that because there is judo in it, and the judo they do is very, like, little, and if they want to make it older, they can make a judo more realistic, maybe. Mm-hmm. That would make it uh, much more uh, older, and how they make the inventions is, like, how you can catch radio waves, literally with your hands. Um, I would make, the, if they change that, making it a bit older, but... You'd have to change the entire story for it. To be for older kids. So you like it the way it is then? I do because, you know, if I ever have a little girl, a little boy in the future, long future probably. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, I know future. which film to do. That's awesome. Well, and especially since, you know, you're saying that you would suggest it for children in the future, it seems like it would be a timeless classic. So I'm really glad that you enjoyed it, especially since, you know, the plot line does sound a little bit interesting. So I'm glad you enjoyed it, even though it seems like a very unique and interesting film. Uh, So tell us, do you think that there was, um, I know you were saying that there were a lot of different cultures in this film. So do you think there was anything historical to learn in this film or anything educational or was it purely for entertainment? Um, I, you can learn something from the cat and, uh, and the cats and dog being friends, because you could see that no matter what species you are, no matter if you're a boy or a girl, no matter how old you are, be nice to everybody and give everybody a chance. 
Mm-hmm. And yeah, also, um, Latte, you know, she wasn't scared at all when she discovered this Japanese bee crushed in a book. So it was kind of interesting. And I think that to also learn that don't get frightened from things you don't know because they can become your best friend. Absolutely. That's definitely a good lesson because a lot of people and, you know, not just a lot of people, you know, the whole human race, we fear things that we don't necessarily know about or that we're not familiar with. So it's really awesome that this film is teaching kids early on to, you know, give things a chance and don't judge a book by the cover. So that's awesome. Yeah, I think it's a really, I think this, it's well designed and well written. Awesome. Well, guys, be sure to go check out Latte from Gadgetville, and it is on kidflixglobal.com. So, Jerry, thank you so much for telling us all about this interesting and unique film. Cannot wait to check it out. So, thank you for being with us. Thank you so much for letting me, letting me be on the show, and I, I hope you guys see it soon. It's a great film. Absolutely. It's always a pleasure to have you. Let's take a break. I'm Raven Devaney, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on Voice America Kids Network. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Remember my name. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. 
Another movie is coming up. Hey, and welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope Beaton. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. Now let's discuss open season, and we have with us Adam. So how are you doing today, Adam? Fine, thank you. How are you? I'm doing very well. So Open Season is a classic film that I grew up watching, and I love it very much. And it is playing on HGNet Movies Kids Scene right now, so be sure to check it out. So Adam, tell us a little bit about this film. It's about hunting, and like, because the animals are getting hunted, Boo, or Bogue, a 900-pound bear, is released into the wilderness just days before hunting season, and he ruins the other animals, and they tease him because he has a baby, not a baby, a bear-stuffed animal, Mm -hmm. and they throw at him, and then he reveals them to the hunter, and there's a mean hunter who's trying to catch him and the other animals, and Elliot, a deer, one of the mean hunters, shot off his antler, one of his antler, and mm-hmm. yeah, and also speaking of this, I saw when I was going to the grocery store with my mom, I saw, it said open season two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've made, I think, three open seasons so far. Uh, But personally, I think the original is the best out of all of them. (laughs) And it came out in 2006, and I still think it's an awesome film. And it's animated, and I think even though that the animation has definitely gotten better nowadays, I still think the animation in this film that came out in 2006 is awesome, personally. So what did you think about the animation? It was great. Even though it was older animation, the animators still made it look as if it was... New animation, and I really liked the scenery, and it looked like in the wilderness, really looked wilderness with the waterfalls, the cliffs, the other animals. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, so tell me, do you have a favorite character, and if you do, who is it? I really like Boo or Boog. Boog, yeah. Played by Martin Lawrence. And I also liked Elliot, played by Ashton Ashton Kutcher. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's my favorite character. So why do you like those two characters? Because they're adventurous, like me, and they are not wanting to leave. And they're both really, they're both really, like, Elliot is really energetic, like me, and Boo is not as me when I'm not hyper. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Yeah, I think Elliot voiced by Ashton Kutcher is probably, well, I have two favorite characters. I really like Elliot because he's super crazy. And yeah. I also really like McSquizzy, who is um, one of the squirrels that attacks Boog and Elliot. And he he's played by Bill Connolly, who's this awesome Scottish dude. And so he has like the best Scottish accent and it's so funny. And yeah, I think Elliot- Oh yeah, Elliot- squirrel who has like, a million other ones and then they all be friends and they all are attacking the hunters and when you know the little dog that one of the hunters own yes (laughs) he came off and one of them was and they and all the hunters 
Like their vehicles exploded. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, so do you think you have a favorite scene? I really like when they when they get all the hunters big time. And I, this is one of the most saddest scenes is when um, Boo, who's the park ranger who protected Boo and raised Boo, comes back to get him. And instead of him going back in the helicopter, he gives his stuffed animal. And she was really sad because she wanted him to come. But really, it was just wilderness animals. Yeah. Um, so tell me, do you think that there's anything that you might change about this film? No. No, you liked it just the way that it is? Awesome. Yeah. I think my favorite scene would probably have to be when Elliot um, takes Boog out of his garage for the first time. And um, I really liked that scene because of the woohoo bars. And they go crazy. They, like, break into a convenience store and they eat all of the candy and chocolate. And I love that scene so much. It's so funny. And you definitely see the relationship starting to grow there for sure. Yeah. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton. And today we will be talking about the films The Wolverine, Lotte from Gadgetville, Open Season, and R.I.P.D. So right now we are talking with Adam about Open Season, which is playing on HDNet Movies Kids Scene right now, so be sure to check it out. And we were just talking about our favorite characters and favorite scenes and what we love about this movie because it is a very good film. Yeah. Uh, so Adam, how many stars would you give this film on a scale of one to five? Five. Mm-hmm. And why is that? Well, first of all, this, this is the part that I did. I, it was a little sad, but it was really amazing. And it tells people the lesson was that it's friendships and also it's never give up. And also it's trying to tell people res- the message for Boog is not to be selfish and the wilderness is your real home. And the message for people is friend. And for people with friendships, like Googlers. And the last lesson is don't hunt animals. Get them where they are, really. Like, get great. Like, don't hunt animals too much. Because if you hunt too many animals, there's not going to be enough for future generations. Absolutely. I agree with you. And also, in this film, like the evil hunter he wasn't even just hunting the animals because he like wanted to eat them he was just hunting the animals because he was like being mean and like he was angry and that was just like not a good thing to do at all so do you think you can relate to this story at all yeah i can probably relate to boog and elliot like Mm -hmm. i told you elliot is hyper like i am and boo and i'm always coming up with ideas like the squirrels Mm-hmm. And with Boog, he's mostly me. Like, I just want to keep doing the same thing over and over again. You don't really want to try new things once in a while. Like, it's not like I want to move homes or, like, once I get something, it's like I don't really want to give it away unless I don't like it anymore. That's like Boog. He really Absolutely. loves it. Like, yeah. So what age range would you recommend this film for? I think it's for... Um, it's not PG-13. I think it's probably PG. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, this film was PG. Uh, so do you think it's good for younger kids? Like ages five under, maybe five and up, or mm -hmm. five and under. I don't really, I haven't decided yet. Yeah. It's so good. Just I think parents need to be, I think there has to be adult supervision in case of people, in case of for the hunting and that stuff. Yeah. I would agree with you on that. It's definitely a good film for the family to sit down and watch together because there's definitely some mild adult humor um, that will sort of just fly over the kids' heads. So it's enjoyable for teens and adults to watch. But then it's also a very cute, sweet film for younger kids. And it's geared towards, um, you know, ages 6 to 12 was like the target age range uh, for this film. like... It's not good for the, um, like, baby babies, because they might get yeah. scared of the hunting and the bears. Yeah, that would be too much for, like, really little kids, but I think probably six and up um, like and for families is good. Toddlers. Mm -hmm. They can't watch it. Yeah, for sure. I agree with you on that. So... Do you think that this film is something, you know, because I personally think that it's good for families, but is this a film that you would watch on Family Movie Night? I kind of would. I think that for some families, like um, 13, 20-year-old ones, those kind of ones, don't do it. But for kids' families and teens, do it. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. So what did you think of the voice acting in this film? Great. You mm -hmm. can see on all of them, you can really see their emotions. Not just from the animation, but with the voices. Mm -hmm. I agree with you. I really like also another another character that I really like is um, Bobby. And she plays, she's the lady that owns the little wiener dog. And she's so funny. And the reason I like her is because Georgia Ingle uh, does her voiceover. And Georgia Ingle has such a unique voice. And it's so, like, sweet. and yeah, like so unique. Yeah, it's and very that, and, uh, and the hunter... Yeah. He really mean like he was hunting animals on the not hunting season and he wouldn't get a ticket. He would just rip it up. Yeah. Yeah, I think everybody did an awesome job portraying their characters. Yeah. Well, Adam, we are out of time to talk about open season, but thank you so much for telling us all about it. You're welcome. And guys, be sure to check out Open Season and it's playing on HGNet Movies Kids Scene right now, so give it a look. Let's take a break. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton. And you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. 
Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co-host, Brianna hope And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And you're listening to Voice America Kids, and today we're reviewing the films Wolverine, Latte from Gadgetville, Open Season, and R.I.P.D. So right now we are speaking with Anthony about R.I.P.D. Thank you for joining us today. So how are you, Anthony? I am good, thank you. How are you? I'm doing very well, thank you for asking. So can you tell me the plot for R.I.P.D.? Well, pretty much the plot of this movie is there is a guy named Nick who has a good wife. Uh, he has a good life. He's a police. But sadly, his uh, partner turned on him, shot him, and he died. But now he works for an agency called the RIPD, and he's still a cop, just undercover. Oh, that seems cool. When I saw the previews for this movie, I was just like, I have to watch this. It, it, I have to. So what did you think about the film? Um, well, this film was really cool. I mean, it had a lot of action in it. It had a lot of cool things. It had some really weird things, though, and funny parts. So it was really good. That's good. This film stars Jeff Bridges and Ryan Reynolds. How do you think their acting was? Ooh, they were, well, they were pretty much the main characters. They were, they did a lot of really cool acting. They did a lot of cool things that I thought that were kind of risky. Um, How so? Like, they jumped off a building. Oh, there's that kind of risky. Yeah, they did quite a lot of things, but since they were already dead, they can't die again. It's like, well, we might as well just do it because we, again, can't die. That's cool. I thought um, when I when I heard you say that, I, it reminded me of this other movie. I can't really remember what it was called, but, you know, just cool how, it, how other movies can remind me of other movies. <laughs> so how do you think the writers did in writing this script? 
Well, I mean, the script is really good. They, I mean, it kind of made sense. It, it seemed like it was uh, good. I mean, I think that they did really good on this. Oh. So, when, like, okay. For, when you watch this, when you watch this film... The dead that are kind of alive, they are referred to as zombies or deados, um, if you if you know what I'm talking about. So how was yes. how was that acting? Did everyone act dead? Did everyone act like zombies? How was that? Well, I mean, the things called well deados, they're pretty much evil zombies, except they don't really act like it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they act like normal people, just. Their face is broken up, and they're bad people who are always trying to escape with different things to try and take over the world. Oh. So are they dead, too? So they're dead people that were were bad, basically. They were dead, and they got locked in jail. But uh, they keep on breaking out. Oh. I get what you're saying now. Is this film easy to follow along? Um, actually, it is pretty easy to follow along. If if you really understand the movie, if you're actually listening to certain parts, it's pretty easy to follow along. Oh, so you have to, like, really pay attention to this film. Yes. So, did the plot keep your interest? Uh, yeah. It sounds pretty interesting. Yeah, it kept, it almost kept me at the edge of my seat the whole movie. Um... I mean, it was a really, really good movie. So much action. That's why I mostly loved it. (laughs) So you're an action kind of film guy? Yep. (laughs) Do you think there was too much action? Mm, I guess. I mean, almost the whole movie was filled with action. But for me, I don't really think so. Well, it's all about what you think. What is your favorite scene? Hmm. What I'd probably say is my favorite scene is when there is a big, let's say, guy, one de- a deado. He is huge. And let's just say Roy, he got a grappling hook and shot him in the butt. Oh, well, and- <laughs> that's nice. Yeah, <laughs> it was actually really funny because instead of the instead of the big ghetto like just falling down and passing out, mm-hmm. he kept on running up a building. So Roy was being carried through a building, <laughs> flying around while holding on to the grappling hook. Oh well, that seems like fun. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host Brianna Hope Beaton host Raven Devaney and you're listening to Voice America Kids and today we're reviewing the films Wolverine Latte from Gadgetville, Open Season and R.I.P.D. So right now let's continue speaking with Anthony about R.I.P.D. and we were just talking about his favorite scene and someone got shot in the butt and then they continued to climb up a wall and I find it quite hilarious. (laughs) So how was the makeup since this is kind of like like you said that the dedos looked and acted like humans except for their except for their face. So how's the makeup? Um actually I thought it was pretty amazing how they made those dedos 
because actually though that must have been really hard to do because one of them their jaw was completely hanging out oh. and like so i'm and like they changed the whole face so wow. i think that makeup might have been kind of difficult but i actually think they did it really good yeah every time i see movies that have a lot of like like if someone gets hurt or slashed in the face or I always think about the makeup because um, it's like you have to have makeup to transform their face into being fine, into being hurt. And then it's, it's all these different things because when you watch films, you don't think about, oh, that's good makeup. But I kind of like train myself to do so every time that happens so I can see how makeup has gotten us this far in movie business. So I thought I think makeup is a very good, very good thing to have in movies. So who is your favorite character and why? Hmm. Well, my favorite character was Roy. Uh, and because, why? I mean, he, wa- he was, well, a cowboy. Um, mm-hmm. And actually, I thought it was pretty... He always says really weird things, like once his hat flew away um, and he goes all crazy. Everywhere they go, there's some hats, and he's always trying some hats on, trying to find a new hat. He's, mm-hmm. and he's always saying, like, how he died was wolves ate him and took his bones into their, uh, cave. He, he's just so funny. He makes so many funny parts, which I really mm-hmm. love. Well, Roy, played by Jeff Bridges, um, I think, because I love Jeff Bridges. I really do. He's he's awesome. So, him only, how do you think he did? Because, like, of his acting and then his emotions and his action. Yeah, he, he did really good. He actually had the, he had the accent. He did everything right. He mm-hmm. was really, really funny. Actually, I thought that he probably did the best out of all the characters. Mm, that's good because I love when people like act like when they act and they get so into their character like if their character has an accent they create the accent and if that character has a limp they create the limp and it's just it's just so amazing to see people like transform their whole self into being that character so how many stars do you give this film out of five um I'd probably say four and a half. And why those stars? Well, I mean, it's a really, it's really, really good. But I think they could make the movie a little bit more detailed, just a small bit more. Because sometimes it got a little bit confusing. So I think they could make a little bit more details so we can Mm. get the movie. Yeah, so what you're saying is there's not enough detail, which made you confused. Yes. Ah. Sometimes when you watch movies, it's like that. I mean, you can't... I mean, what I'm saying is every movie has its quirk, so... What age range do you give this film? Because this film is rated PG-13, so what is your age range? Um, it kind of makes sense that it's PG-13. I'd probably say maybe... 10 to 11 and up because this movie is a really really good movie but actually it is pretty well it's yeah it's meant for an older audience pretty mm. much i get what you're saying 
Well, that's all the time we have for today. Anthony, thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about RIPD. You're welcome. <laughs> it's in theaters now, so please check it out. Thanks so much for joining us. You've been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions to watch our video reviews of the latest film and DVD releases. And to learn how you can become a Kids First film critic, go to www.kidsfirst.org. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope Beaton. And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know what to see. And speaking of see, we'll see you again next week. These days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Bon appetit! We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. 